in the cabbage. Right, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live. Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy. This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy Sweat. Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. Just a reminder. Keep swinging. Welcome back to In the Cabbage. I'm your boy, Tommy Swain. To my right or your left, Andrew Witt. Hey, hey, what's going on, dude? You came in there real hot and then just brought us down real nice and low. Real nice and low. <laughs> bring, it, bring, bring it right back in here to the cozy yeah. corner. Um, we were just talking about how I was just sitting here on my couch and like kind of like moved my leg weird. And my meniscus, which is torn notoriously from my bachelor party from jumping up and down and we, we've 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 we, mentioned on here that you have fallen victim to Vegas every single time, one too many times. Whether it's your stomach lining, whether it's your actual just your voice, bronchitis, or your knee, the yeah, list I've been seems coming to go back on from Vegas on. banged up almost every time. <laughs> no, dude, it's every time. It's every single time. Yeah, the, I mean, I think that's to be expected. Gastritis may have, might have been the worst. That was a really really tough one to take because when the doctor. Like, you know, gave you your uh, diagnosis. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, dude, you're either smoking a ton of cigarettes. Yeah. Or you're drinking an ungodly amount of booze. And you're like, well, I know for a fact I don't do one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the problem was we were kind of concerned, right? Because we were walking back from it was me, you and Austin. Um. Yeah, and it, it was, was just like, like the three random. of us in like a Vegas trip, which was all time. It was super fun, oh, great. Blast. But you were like walking as like the sun was like coming up or something, or like it we was were late outside in the afternoon, smoking, browned out, blacked out, you know, at night, and somehow cigarettes end up in my mouth. Right. We ate like spicy wings earlier. That's what it was, dude. And we were drinking like plastic vodka. And for 48 hours, right? And I'm walking back on the last <laughs> night of the trip, and um, I'm like, dude, like we were so concerned that we might have to go to the hospital. Yeah, you were breaking out in like you were pale and like sweating, and like you just looked like you were just in so much pain and discomfort, like something really was wrong. And you're just like, I know internally I'm feeling this right now, yeah. And I like, and you've you somehow like. MD'd it and you're like yo you have gastritis read the diagnosis like in, like inflamed stomach lining from either excessive eating spicy foods right lots of alcohol and cigarettes you're like boom I'm that like, sounds well, like it that's the whole Vegas trip for us <laughs> um, and the by the way we also were like we don't we're not ripping cigs that's not really us it just happened it was no. the, it was the trio and a couple of them came in didn't you come up on a pack of cigarettes probably I, th I thought you found one probably I found, found a pack, a pack. <laughs> I think I found a pack <laughs> that's why we and had that's them. God just coming down and saying <laughs> so, you know what you need sir some good old right, sticks right some marble red I don't ever smoke them. It's a Vegas thing for you, dude. Vegas and like really drunk. Yeah. And that's about it. So we're going for me a cigarette. And you're like, and you're going down for like a half to three fourths of one. I don't At even, times. I don't even inhale it. I mouth hit it like a cigar. Right. For the exactly. most part, you know, now when, when Papa's drunk and putting his hand on top of a 
hot dog <laughs> <laughs> food vendor <laughs> try to grab a dog real quick <laughs> yeah that's when you're fully inhaling that's when but, papa needs to go deep so we've come things. a long way we've abused the hell out of our bodies yeah uh, for, a, for a number of years and here you go you coming back with an actual real injury from vegas yeah and, and just, your knee just got all sorts of jacked up on you yeah i just like moved it weird and it locked up on me for the first time ever that's terrifying i clicked it like three or four times it was mass in the middle of a conversation and that was the weird part because i just went like this like moved it like yeah that and for whatever reason like if like got hung up never happened to me before See, so that's fun it's terrifying not because it locked up it's terrifying that it can happen at any given moment that would be terrifying for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't wouldn't. mean to put that in your head. I mean, that wasn't juju. even there. <laughs> well, the reason why it's swollen is because I went to a Post Malone concert. Okay. Post Malone. Which is fire, dude. How was how was the concert? Okay. I didn't even ask Before any I questions or like... The Glen Helen Amphitheater, a.k.a. Hell on Earth. Yeah. I will talk about the concert itself. We pay for the nosebleed section. We're in the lawn. 60 bucks a head or something. No problem. Again, no problem. The amphitheater, like, you could have gotten way closer. It was also slammed. Let's start there. The place is slammed. This this place we've been to a rave at and held yeah. three different stages, thousands of people, like, and this was... Is this one stage? One stage. Oh, that's the problem. It was one stage. That's the problem. And... um. It was busier than the rave for one person. Oh, yikes. He had no openers that I've ever heard of. Wait, really? He had like one opener, a huge intermission, then him. So it was like a three-hour event? It was it started at um, started at 8. We had to get to my house like before, like to my mom's early because mm -hmm. the parking opens at 3. Or so, parking or, opens at three. Like and you, can pre, you can pregame and hang out or whatever. So we're build, you, you're building the you're building the blocks here for a tough night. Glen Helen's also an hour and five minutes out. It's not. It's not close. You did you guys actually end up doing an Airbnb or you had to drive? We drove home. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. That's dude. a recipe. So we're building we're building the recipe cake here. Um, the huge old recipe for disaster. Um, Busier than I've seen before this place. I've been to like two raves here. Busier for one person. It blew my mind. Um, getting up to the getting our tickets checked in. Awful experience. Slammed. We're waiting in line to get even into the place. Everyone around you, like, it's packed. And it feels very claustrophobic. And for whatever reason recently. Which is the weirdest thing because they're all, it's just, it's outside. It's like a big grass hill. Yeah. And it feels like people are on top of you. For felt like that for me. I just was so, dude, big crowds like that now, just not my favorite place to be in. Yeah, anymore. I know. Like, I wish I wasn't that person. I never thought I'd be you'd that person. You'd struggle in New York now, dude. You'd struggle in London, maybe. Not New York because I can move. There's that's, no movement. Yeah, that's true. That's true. In a that's concert, true. I don't. I can't like. Okay, like it's busy over here. Let me walk down another street. I'll be good. Like baseball games, like a like a slam baseball game. I, even that, I get a little annoyed with now. Mm. But I, I mean, it just depends on what's going on. If I'm in yeah. a playoff Angel baseball game, I'm not going to be like annoyed about sure. that. Sure. I know, like you know, whatever. So, Post Malone himself, best concert I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I mean, I could just imagine what it would have been like if I was like up in some good seats. Sure. You had a little space to yourself. Maybe they didn't. An amazing venue. Yeah. Like it would have been all how is How is he as a performer? Because he amazing. must be way up. Okay, cool. Amazing. He. It, it was a rock concert. Oh, cool. So a lot of his, all, all of it that's was- That's some of his new music that's coming out, right? It's kind of right. like a little bit more rock. And it's all a, a live band. Mm-hmm. And he's singing and he's screaming. It's like punk rap. Yeah. Rock. And he's just such a, he's on this he's like- talented. Let's, let's get it, let's get it out yeah, of the way. Yeah, there we he's go. Very, he's I mean, very talented. So he's able to like, you know, cross and cover and do a lot of things really well. Like and I feel like um, I've never seen- Bruno Mars performed, but I feel like it would be a, a, a semi-similar situation. Like very talented, they can dance, they can like he can do a lot of stuff. I kind of see those in like the big superstars of like totally. their their genres. I haven't seen. I've seen a lot of like up and coming bands, and those have been some great concerts. Yeah, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone to this magnitude before. Sure, um, that I'm into. It would be like me going to see like Mac Miller probably now would have been. Right. Or like, I mean, I went to some of these people and saw them when they weren't like big, like super, super big. Um, this He's in his like total prime. Mm -hmm. um, he's, you know, whether he's on drugs or not is up for debate. Um, you leave, leave it up to the people to decide. He claims he's not, but there's definitely some... Uh, you know, concerns. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Like the guys, I mean, from what I understood from what his public persona was to now, he's very humble, very quiet, a little quirky now, but you can just like, he just oozes talent. Yeah, I, that's cool. I, it's just crazy from a, like a white guy from Spotify <laughs> yeah. singing about like white Iverson to this string like um, violin and cello intro to his concert. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. That sounds different. Like um, very creative. Just like he's just very creative. The, his takes on his song were more rock. Mm -hmm. It was like singing, rapping. Were they all of his songs or they just kind of... All of his songs. Oh, that's really cool. Like Sunflower, he got... I mean, he did all of his bangers. All the songs mm -hmm. you would want him to play. It was the last show of his tour. So he's he, going all out. So he's going all out. Um, it's just crazy to me that people that like ooze talent like that. Yeah. Another person like who I saw recently, like Maddie Matheson. Um, he's like a celebrity chef for people who don't know, um, YouTube chef, but like originally an amazing chef still is. And, mm -hmm. um, then started doing YouTube cooking. And he's a full on, he's a show. He really is. He's so animated. Crazy. I love his YouTube cooking. Sometimes it's a little difficult because there's a lot of steps, but sometimes he has practical ones. I like his style. He's fun. But then you were watching like the bear and he gets a little part in that. I've yeah. seen season one. You've seen season two now. Yeah. I just finished season two. I like season one way more. Okay. People said they like season two. Um, I don't know. Sometimes when it gets like touchy feely right now, like when I'm watching these shows, like ah, I'm good. I don't need any more real in my life. I got yeah. enough of that going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me like the parts that are fun. So sometimes I'll hit fast forward on those real tough parts for me. There's um, a lot of those in season one though, dude. Season one was a lot of anxiousness and stress over a kitchen and cooking. That's true. But there was this a lot, one was like a lot of drama behind the scenes of a restaurant. Oh, uh, okay. 
So, yes, you get drama with the restaurant, but actually it's like his focus is... He's struggling with focus, the bear, this whole mm-hmm. season. Gotcha. And all his focus is being pushed outside the restaurant and still trying to like be a person and open a restaurant. So it's the almost the exact opposite. Totally. They okay. touched on 100% of the kitchen, nothing else but the kitchen, the stretches that come with the kitchen. Season two is like everything outside the kitchen plus the stress from the kitchen. Gotcha. It's like playing a chord underneath yeah. the stress of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, got you. you know. Maddie Matheson has a major part in season two. That's really cool. So he's in like almost every episode. You know who's another person that oozes talent, but I'm not the biggest fan mm-hmm. of is Taylor Swift. And I know like it's crazy for me for that comment to come out of my mouth. No, I don't think that's crazy at all because I'm not a huge T Swift fan. Um, but do you, re- you got to recognize talent? Dude, I recognize I mean, game. holy moly, dude! Like, <laughs> but, she's like raised two billion dollars for the economy in like the last like month yeah she's just a rocket ship i mean every album she comes out with there's bangers i she has like 30 songs that i know i mean i can't name all of them no but the song comes on i bet you i could get a couple words yeah yeah exactly like every album there's like five bangers that are in like the top 25 right and you just know that and i've been hearing everyone some like podcasters i know go to his concert or go to her concert Mm -hmm. and um I'm sure they love say, it. They all say it's an amazing concert. It's like one of the best they've yeah. ever been to, if not the best concert they've ever been to. I'm, I, dude, I'm sure, and I'm sure. And I, don't, I just, I won't, I won't hurt. I won't sell my life away for fifteen hundred dollars for a ticket. I will not as well. You can't like, that's, me there. That's way, way too much. And then, like you know, you can do, do you can do nosebleeds, sure, you know, but those are five hundo. That's that's uh, that's another level of fandom. That's what Post Malone tickets would have been. They're like six hundred for the pit area. Yeah, that's that's nuts. And that's just like, what are we what are we talking about? <laughs> um, so, like, just you know, he's just so cool, very like manic and expressive on stage. Um, very artsy on stage, like really cool. Very weird body positions. He puts himself into singing mm-hmm. that makes him look like he's struggling with something. Because that's the whole premise of all like the songs. Like, I'd be cr- I'd be crying if I was if you guys weren't here or something. Was the name of the tour. Um, now that doesn't that seems like that kind of seems like there's in some insinuating now non cleanliness going on within that life. Yeah, that's the worry because he. he it's just like, dude, so talented, and some of those guys just burn so bright so quickly. Yeah, and they just are gone, and it's it's sad because he's like prototypical for that. You would be like, "That's right, put put out some bangers, dude." And if that's the way it's gonna be, it's gonna be unfortunate to see that. But, but yeah, so as a lot uh, of those, he's a kid now, so a lot of those talented guys are, you know, they they burn hot. They and really it's, do. It's fast. So it's, a lot of those guys don't like Mac Miller. Yeah. Like, I don't know, the Tiny Desk video on YouTube is still my favorite video on YouTube. It's got to be one of the coolest videos out there on the YouTube. It's crazy, bro. I'll, I'll, put, I'll watch that at least three to five times, like, a year, at least. I've been listening to it, like, cooking in the morning. Oh, yeah, you're, like, locked into that thing still. It's, I mean... You've listened to that over 100 times then. I'm getting close. 
Yeah, it's a really good one. I don't know. It just perf- we, we've also thrown on a couple other tiny desks, and those are great, but they they are not the same. Post Malone's is really good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotta go check that one out. It just came out. Action Bronson wasn't my favorite, even though I we love watched like action. we watched like five minutes of it, and we like we clicked out of it. I love action. Uh, his cooking and his music, I love it. Maybe just not my vibe. I'm probably just caught in the wrong moment. It's but I mean, Action Bronson's all time for me. Yeah, um, he's really cool. So now. Post Malone was great. Mm-hmm. Now we, we got we stayed the whole time. Mm-hmm. Papa doesn't like staying the whole time. I wanted out after five songs. Wait, that's it, bro? You got to see my for anxiety at least was a few more. My anxiety was through the roof, and my brother is just feeding into we're feeding into each other because we know what's coming. Right, you see what's happening. Right, here. me and him are just like you and your brother are two peas in that regard. There's oh, not a two lot peas that, in the pod. There maybe. are <laughs> there are not many things that you and your brother are similar with. Mm-hmm. That that is one of the big bugaboos for the two of you. Getting out early. Oh yeah, yeah. big You're, big fans of getting out early. Timmy loves to get out back home. Timmy 10, loves not 10, going. Ten forty five. Yeah. <laughs> Tim's a big not going guy. You know what? He'll get in his mood though for for a couple people though. Maybe a couple, maybe a lunar night here or there. But if it's not hitting, he's like, "We're Uber's Uber's already on the way." Uber's here. (laughs) I let you know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm leaving, and you can either get in this Uber. It's so great, or you can stay. It doesn't bother me, but I'm going. Yeah, I'm out. I got some sticks to find. (laughs) Um, So, anyways, we stay the whole time. And um, we had traffic walking to our cars. Oh no joke. My we God, were, it dude. took us 40 minutes to get to our car walking. Jesus maybe maybe Christ. 30. Let's, let's run down well, 30 still, minutes. But like it's okay. Because if anyone that has been there, it is a big, big grass field. It's a big entrance. It's like down like a hill, right? Yeah, kind we went of down the hill, like the cement hill you walk up to go check in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like I don't know, maybe the layout of it was bad. Maybe something happened with the. F- you gotta, I don't know. you gotta think that they have enough concerts there, and they've been doing it long enough that that shouldn't happen. It was so truly. That's how many people are there. Or there was, like was panic inducing for sure. Or um, or there's a fight that breaks out. Or right, like who people, knows what's going on. Sure, people are gonna lose their minds there. Um. Like, we're waiting, like, taking a step, waiting, taking a step, waiting. So, you know, like, we're already looking at the parking lot. It took us another hour. We get to the car around. We The concert ends at 11.30. We kind of get to the car around 12-ish. Maybe 11, late 11-ish. You parked in the lot? Paid parking, $100. Jesus, dude. And... I thought when we parked there, I thought we did pay for the parking because I don't remember walking very far Right, for us and we parked and left. So I was like, oh, if you pay for the parking, we'll be, somehow we'll get so around you had to this. pay for parking on the way out? No, no, no. On the way in for a hundred bucks. Oh. I thought it would save us to get out. Like, oh, we're going to just save so much time for paying for this parking. Right. No. <laughs> we, um. Dude, and honestly, fuck anyone that charges more than $20 for parking. I, I was fine with 80 or 40 or 60. No more than 40. Come right. on. 40 is tough. Come on, dude. <laughs> if we're going to charge an arm and a leg, 
I'm like already thinking this is like a mid show. Like I'm I'm butthurt. Yeah. Like I bought bucks. tickets. I bought did all this. Now you're gonna like another fifty. Yeah. Here's forty. A hundred dollars to go pay for parking. We're like okay, I guess. And Just Mike, to leave my car in this like six dirt lot. Yeah. See, that's that's and brutal. Mike, he hands the girl the card and he's like, "Well, is this gonna be Monopoly money or real money? Because this because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm living in the real world." <laughs> <laughs> the girl starts to laugh. And, I love uh, that for Mikey. Yeah. It's, he hits him with those real straight facts right away. Yeah. It's just like, I'll the, bury those down and I'll just erupt later. But yeah, he's like, but he does it in such like a funny way that the person like can't help but laugh. Right. Um, yeah, dude. So it took us another hour and 10 minutes to leave the parking lot. Another hour home. Oh my God. We didn't get to my mom's until like one thirty. Oh my God. And then you get her pick up food. No, we didn't eat. Oh, God, I, dude. At that point, Madison and I were so tired, we just grabbed our dog from my mom's house and drove back to Tustin. And you're climbing into bed at 2.30? Yeah. Wifey was asleep at like 2.10. Now, like, am I obsessed with Post Malone now for sure? But That's cool. Whoever invented the Glen Helen Amphitheater, no joke. Yeah, let me hear it. No it joke. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to break their knee in such an unfortunate way they can never heal. But he, it's going to not bug him 90% of the time. Right. He'll always have a limp. And well, that limp will always be there. Uh-huh. Because he knows he made that shit, shit place. <laughs> it was torture. Uh, My brother didn't get home till three. What? Why did he not get home till three? he was in another parking lot. Oh my God. So him and Coral just got stuck out there for two hours. Yeah. He's like, I haven't moved and we were on the freeway. I'm sure your brother was really happy. Oh, about my that. brother was <laughs> ready to lose it on somebody. <laughs> now, that was Post Malone. That's really cool, though. It, I mean, at, to some certain extent, it is worth it, but I mean, that's once in a lifetime, right? Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. I would Check love to go see him. List. I would love to go see him again next year, maybe when I have some cash on me and pay for some seats because he was just such an interesting dude. Like, they do like breakdown moments of the song and he starts to dance and he can't dance and like ironically dances and it's like fun and yeah. funny. Quirky. Yeah, very quirky. Yeah. Um, it was just a great show, show. You could tell he cares. It's very passionate performance. Yeah. Um, but you know who else put up some passionate performance between the two boys here? Oh my God. We're going for the little four club championship. Are we rolling right into that? If you don't like golf of our podcast, Go ahead and just skip this part because it's about to get real golfy in here. Yeah, it's fine. It's um, we yeah, can we log had, back uh, into we it. We had a four club tournament this weekend with me, you, Chris, and Cam, and um, over at the Classic Mile Square. And I, dude, I don't know. Let's just come out right out and say it. I think you might have won the whole damn thing. I mean, for net, possibly for net. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, dude. Be two under. So let's set the stage a little bit. Yes, you went two under on your handicap, and you were at a nine yeah. handicap. So we also, was four clubs, we pulled a little bit of a club switch right before we were going out there, but it was a four club, and the putter does count. So basically, if you want to bring a putter, three other clubs, whatever you want to bring. But we're playing off the white tees, which was kind of nice. Like, you know, it's, it makes the course way shorter. It gets rid of a ton of bad tee shots for me, which I've come to realize it's so nice playing off the whites whites are for, great for scoring wise and 
I believe the yardage is like 6,100 or 6,300 in that, in that range. We got to totally. really yeah. kind of look this up, but that's where it was at. I was at a four handicap. You were at a nine. Chris was at a scratch. Cam was at a one. And the boys came out and shot some low, low numbers. And a lot of it, I think, is due to the fact that we actually changed in the parking lot one of our club options. Yeah, I texted you the night before because Chris and Cam were in the group chat are talking yeah. about what clubs we're going to bring. And originally, my plan was to bring hybrid, um, seven iron, pitching wedge, putter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about my last round. And I don't really lose a driver too often. I lose a hybrid a lot more than I lose a driver. It's a smaller face down there. Like it's the likelihood of something going wrong. I feel like, or at least for me as well, mm-hmm. is is much higher. I don't really lose. Yeah, like I don't really lose the ball so far underneath the trees that I need to punch something out a lot of times. Yeah. Um. So it just really worked out to take the driver instead of the hybrid for me. For sure. I use it on 14 holes. That's the second highest club in my bag behind a putter. Yeah. And I thought about that as well. I'm like, when am I ever going to use a hybrid like twice in a hole? Maybe on a par five, you know? Yeah. And that's like, and that's, that's only four of the holes. And I'll just like, you know, if I just can take a, I went, I was originally going to do hybrid nine iron sandwich putter. And I just flipped out the driver for the hybrid. Yeah, last man we walked up, we, we saw each other in the morning and I, you're like, dude, I'm thinking driver. And I'm like, there's no reason why I shouldn't because you're doing it. Um, because I need the distance. I don't hit the ball very far. Not yet. Uh, that's going to change here at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the boys were buzzing. Let's just come out and say it. everyone shot sub 80. Yeah, the whole group. Firing low. It yeah. was crazy. Chris was two under on the front. With, with four, four clubs. clubs, I mean three wood, which my he was God. he was peppered. He, he, <laughs> he was, really was. He was giving that three wood all of the business. You know what's crazy, dude? When you see someone that is like that much better than you at golf, it's it's gonna take a lot of effort for me to get down like low low handicaps. Because I, there's no way you can set me on every tee box mm-hmm. and give me a three wood. And I, I guarantee you, I would still miss more than five fairways. Guar- For sure. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I don't think Chris, I think Chris maybe missed one fairway. Dude, he's, maybe he's two. hitting at 260, like down the middle. Almost every time. It was like, at, and it was. Same ball flight. Peered. Every single time, like, dude. If you look at his three wood, the middle of his three wood's like. Worn down. Worn down. It's a different level. He he was certainly on it, on his game for sure. And so he was two under on the front, just peppering this three wood and like sticking things close and just like draining a couple putts here and there. He like Chris just he, does everything well, really, really well. He's he threw an eight iron from one forty to like two and a half, three feet. He probably got it closest to the pin on that like hole number four or five. Which is impossible. Yeah, a really really tough hole. We all hit the green on that one, by the way. That was pretty that was pretty nice. First time I've ever seen that too. Um and then he came out and played like two over on the back. So he was even. Cam shot a 77. And then I thought I was off to maybe a little bit of a shaky round. Yeah. Because I almost thought I was like, I was about to ready to walk in a birdie on hole one. Came back. Yeah, lipped out on hole one. Just the worst lip out of all time. <laughs> yeah, I got really blue balled so, I got blue balled so hard on that one. Really tough. 
Um, and then proceeded to triple bogey the next hole. And I was like, oh my God, that could not have gone any worse yeah, right now. Yeah, that could have been. <laughs> Backed up into a corner instantaneously on hole two. And I was like, two, I was three <laughs> oh, over. Um, but hole, then hole two, it's crazy because now I'm uh, you're at that level. Like you like do a triple bogey on hole two. There goes all my aspirations for the day. Yeah. Ruined. Ruined. If I'm trying to break 80, it's really, really hard. That's crazy. You know? That I mean, you have you're only allowed four over for the next 16. You know, that's pretty good golf. So, anyways. That's really good golf. It's pretty impressive, dude. I bounced back mm -hmm. and went two under through the seven. So I brought it back to one over. So I thought shot 37 on the front with a, with a triple. It's pretty insane. Um, These yeah. are four clubs. This is just, so you have to manufacture shots you're not used to. Mm -hmm. Like people don't listen to golf. Like almost every, there's almost like every 10 yards or 15 yards, there's another club you can use. Oh yeah. So like, you don't really have to make these weird shot selections and taking a lot on or putting a lot off, you know, um, I said that backwards, taking a lot off and putting more on. Yeah. Um, I knew what you meant. Thank you. I think yeah, I yeah. flipped both of them, which was weird. That was really dyslexic of me. <laughs> um, you made it flow really, really well, though. I just like you know? kept it going. Yeah. Like, I just brushed over <laughs> I it. I would have never caught it. <laughs> never caught it. Um, but it was fun to see that like kind of could cook with like taking a lot off. Bag was real light. You just, you know what club you're going to take? It was really like really mellow now trying to like hit the shot the way you want it to that's way more difficult for sure for sure you just you kind of just chalk it up because you're like oh, it wasn't the right club so you just kind of shake it off faster too yeah i know because you're like oh it's just not the right club it was kind of nice you had a really nice round going too dude what'd you shoot on the front you oh, 39 yeah i think i shot 30, 40 i shot 40 on the shot front. 40 on the front with um i started off par birdie par that's right. Do you drain like a 20 footer on hole two? Yeah. <laughs> Took it right Chris put something in there real nice and dandy and tight to like seven or eight feet. Mm -hmm. You lean over to me in the cart. Say, you want to ruin his day right now and drop this birdie right on his throat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to be real upset about it too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, sure and enough, just went right up there and ripped uh, it right over the front, dude. And that was great. And then Chris barely misses that putt. Oh, barely. I thought he was going to make it. Oh, and we yeah. were going to push each other because mm -hmm. he, he heard that birdie on the first uh, or on the second hole. But yeah, man, I shot uh, 79. Back to back. Sub 80 rounds. Sub 80 bro. rounds. I don't we're, know, man. <laughs> we're on to something right now. I don't know. I man. mean, are you telling me like this is this is crazy? The boys are buzzing. If I right told now. you even six or eight, you know, six months ago or a year ago, you're gonna have back to back sub 80 or breaking 80 rounds, you'd say absolutely zero chance. Zero chance. It's a good thing this round is not going in the getting handicapper calculator oh this would you would be like a you would be like an eight right now i'd be ruined <laughs> i would be because i'm i'm just playing really well i don't think i'm actually like a sub 80 player yet i mean you know what do they say lightning strikes once it's <laughs> an accident <laughs> strikes twice something's going on yeah um or it's just really dumb luck <laughs> I, but then you saw, so you never saw me break 80. What did it look like to you when I did it? It looked like I wasn't even like, no, doing it looked like you were just nice and solid the whole time. 
the I was actually thinking about it on the way over here because I knew this is going to be a major topic of discussion because I was really upset that you shot 78 without me and I wanted to be there for that like triumphant moment. And to be honest with you, I haven't really been there. And like, I felt like I was bad mojo because you got a hole in one with Mikey. You shot sub 80 with Mikey. (laughs) And I'm like, damn, it's just me out here. (laughs) I feel like I'm trying to be wingman of all time. Getting a Snickers or a hot dog at the turn. You, you know, are, you are. Mental, think, just the, you know, whatever, pep in the step, pe- thinking about the next one, whatever it is. Yeah, it's Talking just, shots through. I'm like, dude, it's me. It's me at this point. So, um, no, it was. It's a know, monkey I, off my back thing. I, I appreciate that I can do that for you. I think what actually, like, if you're talking about what first started all of this, um, was maybe the talk we had in the Mazda. On the way back, I think so, dude. Cheeks clapped by Cameron. Yeah, and his buddy Logan. Yeah, and we got uh, work, dude. It was embarrassing. Yeah, that we we came on the pod and just confessed how how terribly awful um, we played. Yeah, and just how the way we com- competed. And it I was think awful. after that, after we had that heart to heart with each other, I think so. I think it so kind it was, of it was a little powwow situation. Yeah, like why can't we do anything together? We're best friends. Why this is can't crazy? We just perform. We do the same thing with beach volleyball. Yeah, we, we did, did. a single game in beach volleyball. We did. We did have a little fun like sprinkles action. Remember that? No, little, remember that? Remember sprinkles. that tactic? Remember that tactic though? Mm-hmm. Before the sprinkles. When yeah, we played a summer beach volleyball tournament. You and me. That's the one I'm talking about. No, that was uh, Laguna Hills. We did that for the first time. That was like a fun little thing we did with the team. But we brought it to the beach though. We didn't do it. Yes, yet. we did. Did we, we really? Yes, we brought it to the beach, and people were pissed. Why? Because they kept serving me. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, the way beach works, you know, you like you got it's a two man game where it's a little back forth and like you know three over the net. And you were saucing me up. I was putting balls away. Oh my god! But then people started short serving us short. That kind yeah, of that's yeah, that, we were I wasn't agile enough to get us down they, there they, that quick. They kind of they yeah they figured it out. If I was bit. quicker, it wouldn't have been an issue. Well. I mean, we were kind of just putting band aids, you know, oh, on, on, on just on wide open. Because I knew wounds. I, they were going to serve me the whole time. <laughs> well, we it was just a fun, unranked or like a B tournament that we just played in. We did it. We literally oh, brought so that fine. tactic from forgot. indoor indoor volleyball. We were playing like king of the court. We brought that onto the beach, mm. and we thought we were the funnest, funniest team out there. It was pretty funny. It was a blast. Remember we had that we went to CPK afterwards. Oh, I fully locked up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> Fully cramped up. That was the best, one of the best meals I think I've ever had. Oh, yeah. It was just like us two and both of our moms. And we just like, we got, I don't know how many pizzas, dude. And we just put down food. Oh, uh, the the moms came in. I remember that meal so vividly. Mm-hmm. Um, that was such a fun, that was fun. But yeah, I think the Mazda talk of like, bro, you need to chill out. I need to chill out. Like we something, just need to play golf. Something needed to change. And like we kind of need to rip into each other. Be like, what are we doing? Yeah, I know. Like, it's like either we need to stop being teammates. Period. Because <laughs> like every t- we just also never did it. We just never do it enough. That's true. And we made more of a conscious effort to team up on certain things when we can. I feel like we yeah, yeah like yes we're like because we're so close. Maybe it doesn't feel like we're a team. Maybe it just feels like it's, we're just playing a just casual round. And we had to like actually be like, no, dude, we're like, we need to have a tactic. We need to like, you know, think about right. the way we're going to play shots. And like, you would do that if it was, if you were playing with 
anyone else kind of and like if you were you're just, in a you were just having more setting. fun and hanging out yeah but for whatever reason it finally clicked for us and um yeah man i i don't know it didn't look like you were doing anything out of the ordinary looked like you were just hitting solid shot after solid shot i didn't see uh a mental a mental mistake really i never saw you like I did see you falter on like the par three and I thought that was like, eh, but I mean, everyone's going to have like one hole. It was like on hole number eight. It was the par three before the par five. Oh, no, and I took you, a, you, put the, you took a double, but I think you took a double. I did grab that pitching wedge when it should have been a soft seven. Yeah. And just would have, because it and was then you, win. But and then you didn't like, like putt it very close mm-hmm. and then you like two putted mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. Missed a comebacker. Um, yeah, man, it was just... But I, than, I'm also just more comfortable now around you, like playing yeah. in that way. I don't know. For sure. Maybe like in the past, I was just was never golf-minded as you were. And so like you explaining shots to me, I was like, not really like, do I can't do that. For sure. Instead of like when someone's doing that for you, at some point that you just click in, you're like, that's what you should be trying to do. Mm. They're not saying do that. They're saying like, hey, like that's the idea. Of Start what you thinking should. about it maybe this way. Right, and it takes a while for people to kind of get into that, and um, you kind of pushed my hand in that way, which was great, because now I love it. Now I like if I'm playing with somebody, I like to talk out shots, or I'll talk out to myself. Oh um, yeah, I'll, I talk to myself all the time when I'm like walking or whatever. I'll like the first thing I do always is like assess the lie if I'm not in the fairway, even right. or like if I am in the fairway. Sometimes is the grain coming to me, or is it? Am I going with it? Because that changes the way I'll hit a chip shot. Yeah, see, that's the next level I need to get to. I need um, to get, like, that level of understanding golf. Because now there's just, like, you know, less room for mistakes. Sure. But you played basically a perfect round. I don't think you were ever in tree trouble off the tee. Hardly ever. Yeah, and if I did, I just kind of, like, punched out. You had, I think, one... And it was just like a, you moved it up and you were like, oh, I'm not really going to get it there anyways, like type situation. It was the par five. That's what yeah. it was. Number 10. Mm-hmm. You like hit it behind the tree. It was a good tee shot. Just like there's just a massive tree on the left. Yeah. So you just had to like bump something through and you just took a par and moved on. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting when you start playing like, I don't know, four clubs was, I was very judgmental of it before. I'm like, dude, it doesn't sound fun at all. Super gimmicky. It's a fun way of trying to learn how to recreate shots for yourself. Sure. Um, was a really, really fun time with Chris and Cam. Um, really enjoy the tournaments with them. It's also fun where we're all going sub 80, baby. Yeah, now we're going to start nice. messing with each other's money, though. This group's getting a little hot. I know. We got to split up a little bit. We got, we're all like going to be maybe A flight, B flight situation. I think Chris and Cam probably took two CPs. Yeah. What did Cam put one pretty tight as well, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't he put it like four feet? On eight. Mm, Oh, yeah. That one was pretty close. Six feet? Yeah. A little birdie action for him? Yeah. I mean, it was just a good time, buddy. I mean, 79, 76, another shake, shake a stick out now. Dude. That bar stool tournament. Is really starting to shape up into something really fun for us to possibly go out there and at least compete. Yeah, at least we bring, compete. if we bring the game we have with that four club at all to Barstool, and I'm a nine, and, and I'm like a seven, and we get to play best ball. Yeah, that would have been like a three four under round. 
Potentially. I mean, we had had three birdies. Did you have any birdies? You had one on number two. Was that it? Or did you have maybe another one on a par five or something like that? No, I just had one. Okay. I feel like the flat sticks were really coming alive as well I for us. I a lot of holes. A lot. A lot, I a mean, lot. like just rip it off pars like yeah. for five round, five hole stretches. Oh, yeah, dude. Like stress-free pars, some of them. Yeah, I know. Just walking up and two pars. I was actually upset I only had three birdies. Yeah. You know, I like lipped out twice hard for birdie and also like- You could have five pretty easily. Yeah. And the there first a, one you lipped out on, there's another one you lipped out on. I know. And I thought there was another opportunity or another, a couple other opportunities that were from 15-ish feet that I'm just like barely, barely missing because I didn't miss a ton of greens and you didn't either. So we had a ton of looks for birdie. Um, anyways- it was it was, um, it was really fun. I loved the format. I was a little suspect of as of of it as well. Um, I will have to say, I just I drove the ball pretty damn well. Oh, it was so and fun like, to watch you hit the driver really well. When it's when it's cooking like that, I feel like I kind of found something, and I was like pulled drawing it, but that's okay as long as it's not hooks. You know, then I just kind of shifted my aim, and it was like all good. I'm just gonna keep doing this. Yeah, again. pull draws for you are way better than hooks. I, I mean. If I could see one room of a room for improvement in your golf game right now, it's your big misses. It, yeah. Oh yeah. If That's you it. if you eliminated your big misses, you would break eighty easily every single time. The putter is super consistent. Yeah. The wedge game is super consistent. Your bunker play is a highlight. You have distance to hit it over anything you basically want to. You have shot shaping ability. Like you love creative shot shaping. You just have these crazy, wild, big misses. Dude, and it's not... It's like I had one on hole two with the drive. I don't even know what that swing was. I never have felt like up, anything... over a top, like, weird-looking swing. It was something I've never felt before. And I was like, I don't know what happened. I'm just going to go... We got to go to the next swing here. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's kind of, there's no, re no assessing that. Right. And then that on hole... Four, 14 or 15, that par three with the nine iron again. That was tough. Dude, do you remember? It was just like a 40-yard miss to the left, you know? Do you remember the par three where you almost missed the face of the wedge? Yes. That was bad, too. Like, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hauled on it. I totally forgot about that, that one, too. One was, that one was eye-opening because I'm like, okay, I get a miss. But, like, it was so, like, it was like a triple miss. You missed right. Yeah. You yeah. missed, like, short. Yeah. Well, I hosled it. And you, like, almost missed the face. Yeah, I hosled it. Dude, <laughs> like, dude just like... <laughs> I hit it so bad. I <laughs> I turned around. I'm like, where to go? <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, me and Cameron were like, sit, stay. You gotta yell at the ball, it's which not, I love doing as a group. A good ball yell, is a yeah, group. yeah. It's it's fun. It's it's a good banter. Aspect. Get going, right? Dig. Um, it was just a good time. My putter was hot. Yeah, it was hot. I think they're countless seven footers. You're just just cruising on in. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Just four, four, four to seven, eight feet, dude. You I mean you were just? I will have to say, the greens were Impeccable. in. Immaculate condition. Impeccable. Immaculate. For a public golf course, it's not that they don't lack play. They are slammed every weekend. They're slammed during the week. Yeah. People can't get tee times. And we get to play this course once a month 
for some cash. I mean, I just walked away with like $250 from the My Men's Club event. Yeah, that was really nice, I bet. So, God, you're really coming up big right now. A little escrow check in the mail. Yeah, I got a little escrow little, check little back. tournament winnings, dude. This is looking it's nice for your boy All here. coming up Tom right okay. now. Okay. Um, one part of my game that needs improvement is my wedge game. <sighs> yeah, I think the ability for you to have multiple shots with multiple distances is going to be the next big step. And then uh, as well as adding a little bit of distance, but that's going to happen one with the working out and some more mobility stuff that you're already doing. That's going to take a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. um, and the drills, you're minimizing your fades. And I think I kind of like gave you a little bit of like, dude, just do a practice swing where like your right foot's behind you because that your slice was coming out again. And it was like really, yeah, I'm starting to really miss big yeah. cuts, really big cuts. And I'm like, dude, just do a couple, like put your right foot back to a couple practice swings. Like just feel that like rotation real quick. And that'll like maybe translate to your swing a little bit more. It did. And it did. And it cl clicked it back and helped put some duct tape on it to get me through it's the nice. End. I mean, you're doing that anyways before the round. Why not do that again as like, you know, if it's going a little crazy right, just got to get a little bit more correction and kind of just minimize that fade a little bit. But that's going to happen with more distance. You're going to hit the ball just a little bit straighter, minimize that cut. You're working on that too. And then I think the big piece is, yeah, maybe look at the lower part of the bag. And yeah, because I bought a chipper, which was fun when my golf game was like nowhere near what I needed to be. The yeah. club fit perfectly for that two months. And whatever that those after that happened, those two months, something clicked in and I really want wedges. I want the new um new tailor made fours, mill fours. You've always loved those. They're good looking wedges and you like the raw finish too. I do. And it's just not the whole club's raw, it's just the face of yeah. its raw. And they um have you ever heard of Golf Spy? I probably sent you some yeah, articles. You have, you have. They do like the best testing. Um, Isn't like all robot testing? It's all and robot testing, independent, like independent people who don't have like biases, really. Yeah. Like they love Shrixon irons and people, now they just released something about saying how the Milgrind 4 is maybe like one of the best wedges. Yeah. Like, well, Milgrind 3 was voted really high for them as one of the best. And now the Milgrind 4 just came out with like this side slash in between each groove. I did see to that. To help moisture. And Golf Spy just released an article saying that moisture might be the biggest determining factor in a wedge. And if your club can't fight through moisture in a wedge, like you shouldn't use it. Because yeah. it's like it almost like it reduces the spin rate to um, lower than the driver. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, how, how is that possible? So there's a couple um, videos as well. Like TXG has done that before. Like, well, they're, they're like spray the golf ball and the face and like the spin drops like, I don't know, 60% of the spin. It's crazy. And it just is all over the place. So that's why everyone's like clean the golf ball, clean the club face, whatever you possibly can. Because it really does truly matter. And it's kind of wild. Yeah, you got to do a better job of it. I don't for sure do a good job of it at all. And you also told me at the tournament where they were dropping golf balls from 10 feet on like a perfect straight putt. Yeah, all 10 brand new golf balls right out of the sleeve, all in the middle of the jar. Bang, 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 bang. No ifs about it, nothing. Guy just picks up five dirty balls, all right. different scuff marks and variations, like mud on them and stuff like that. Drop them, all of them miss. Yeah, that's nuts. Same line, same everything. So it's just... Uh, There's lots of variables. So anytime you can get rid of a variable... 
perfect. You need any sort of help that you can. Um, just, I'm, gl- I'm glad that they're bringing some of that technology out into all golf clubs. Um, you know who's been doing it for a while is Ping. Ping's, done yeah. it. Ping's had it for a while. Ping's, they have, Ping's pretty good at that stuff. They have the Hydro Pearl finish on their irons, on their wedges. Yeah. I'm yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm definitely getting new wedges, though, Papa. And I might even get um a new pitching wedge as well. Love that. And get rid of my current pitching wedge. Get a I like my wedge. Um so I love my Vokey. Yeah, I think degree. I might do that as well with you. Um, because my pitching wedge I have is great, but it's not really workable like a wedge. Like I couldn't really like flop it. Couldn't really like. Yeah, you don't really need to your pitching wedge to do any of that though. Yeah, I guess you're right. You don't really need that. I said my four club. You're right. In my four club. I was like, ooh, I wish my pitching wedge maybe a bit more I see. workable. I see. Because I'm not so, thinking. It feels so stiff. Gotcha. If I'm bringing out my, um, my pitching wedge, not my like part of my main set, the 46 degree. Yeah. I'm not trying to open up the face ever. that makes sense yeah yeah so it's a full probably won't club. do that um it's a good it's a good thought it was a good thought you know I th- i'm an idea you just guy. want you just out there. you just want all those mg4s i do <laughs> i really do but the, and you're getting these tricks on irons i, I dude i officially oh my god that nine iron dude it i mean it's kind of ridiculous i, I because of the way the golf course was set up i was able to get home on a lot of par fives and two driver nine iron that was it was, was, was kind of crazy like hitting a nine iron underneath a tree thick lie working the ball pin high slightly off the green 220 i thought it was 205 205 that was 205 okay 205 with a nine iron like that at that point out of the rough out maybe of the rough. maybe a little bit of a jumper and you kind of took a half swing at it yeah i wasn't even trying to go for the green yeah you kind of like hit and yeah you hit and you rolled up on it sure but you also flew way farther than you thought you were going to fly. I was trying to land it 30, 40 short in the fairway. And, um, you know, I think you're just swing speed and your talent level now needs, you need blades. I, I think so, dude. I like, I've, the way that my, um, like the swing has progressed in a couple of the thoughts and like the way I'm not trying to move into the golf ball. I end up like taking and de-lofting my clubs more and more. That's mm-hmm. what I find myself doing. I used to be able to hit the ball super high and I have a hard time doing that now. You know, have you ever like r- right. realized that? Like I'm not even see looking at any like going over trees. Never. Like I'm trying to like keep everything as low and as confined as possible because to be honest with you, that's what I need to be doing, honestly. Right. Like I need to keep the ball low and anytime it's going high, it's going wayward all over the place. True. But the distance is is kind of crazy. And I get these like hot, fiery ones every once in a while. If not every once in a while, for sure it's happening once or twice around. Yeah, and it's a little bit of a bummer. Because you're like, dude, I hit that just really well and it flew. When I hit one really well, mine fly off the green barely. To the f- back fringe? Me off the back fringe barely. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I clipped that one. Like that's just going to happen every once in a while. I'm playing the right flag distance, but I just skip one 10 yards further. Right. Yours goes like 20 <laughs> yards past. I don't know, dude. It's, it's, like, it's crazy. Not maybe, but now you're doing better club selection and taking half swings. That doesn't happen as often. Right. But when you weren't doing that, you would fly greens. I would miss greens seven, eight times around, just flying them over. Fly them. <laughs> no shot. Like, see ya. <laughs> I mean, it was, it off it was the wild. 
Um, I just, well, again, I just, the Strix and Irons do look really good. Bryce is getting them actually. Um, very interested to see how he's going to like them. And I'm, no, you should very, do very sell jealous. your clubs to your brother, your new ones for like faux hundy. Whoa. Those were, those were expensive clubs. Yeah, but they're your brother and, you know, they're used. Yeah. You're not, you're, Nothing hard. wrong with those puppies, though. Nothing's wrong with them at all. Then you go back to club championship. You put down cool because Strixons aren't that expensive. I think they're like 1200 for the set. Okay. So you get 400 off of that. Honestly, I just, I don't even need a pitching wedge. So I go no. nine iron. Nine iron to seven iron probably with the ZX sevens, mm -hmm. and then the ZX fives. I go six through four iron, and they're not like the most crazy expensive clubs in the world. Yeah, it's not. That's true. That's true. You see what I'm it's saying? So, it's something to think about. Keep your driver. Keep your hybrid. That's fine. You don't have to upgrade that part of the bag if you don't want. Right. You just got a brand new pitching wedge that they can basically bend now, bend back if you need to, or bend forward. I like my wedge setup right now. It, it, it's working. It's cool. I'm all good with it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I think that, I mean, that would be the one thing. Put that, put that in the ether. Yeah, the irons, dude, it's it's so rough. It's so rough. I don't know what it is. It's like a toe miss, and then it just, like, makes the ball hook like crazy because I already, like, maybe I'm, like, already got a draw swing going, and it's just so wild at times. I or like and just hot. They're hot and they're like you never really even like hitting your four iron either. Like it goes a, so far. <laughs> your four. Like I, I feel like you just struggle with like consistent distancing. Yeah. Because you're like, this can go anywhere from whatever, 180 to like 200 max. And you hit one like 205, 210. And you're like, what is going on? I'm like, I'm thinking about that nine iron I hit. I'm like, dude, I hit my nine iron 170. That's stock. That's, 190 that's, pushing it, and I can, I, and I can get upwards of 200 on that thing. Apparently, in the I, rough, in the rough, sawed off swing, dude, it was crazy. Yeah. And I also had 190 to the pin on number nine, mm. and I like had to hit it over trees. That was actually a great nine iron that I hit. I don't know if you remember that. My ball went into hole one, and I hit back over the trees, and uh, it's like a 188 or 190 shot, and took nine iron to the front middle of the green. Just like you know, it's just I, it's great yeah. for the four club. But they're just hot. Okay, they're if you were to go wedges feet. right now, where are you going? Are you going sixty, fifty six? Yeah, I mean fifty probably. That's what I'm be comfortable with. Just throwing a sixty in there. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't even really need the sixty. Like I, don't, I wouldn't would you go ever chip with would, it. Would you go fifty eight, fifty four, fifty? Because yeah, I like that better. Because your pitching wedges, I believe, is a forty four or forty five degree. Yeah, I like that better. 58, 54, 50. That seems more... I like nice. my 50 a lot. 56 might be a little too steep, and I feel like I can't hit it a lot sometimes. Yeah. So that 54 at two extra degrees might really help out that, like, it'll feeling. It'll give, you, uh, it'll give you five yards. And five five to seven yards. 58 would be perfect, because then it's just, like, two degrees higher, and I hit... It's the same. It's the same as your 56, essentially. Yeah. Once I you, like... That. Yeah, it's a good setup right there. A little raw finish That's on the end of bad. it, matching the putter. Oh, oh yeah, that little like the bronzish mm -hmm. type hue. Lower part of your bag, my little lower part sexy. of the bag is gonna be real tough to beat. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool. Okay, Mizuno, I mean, I'm just building a sex bag. That's my. That's my <laughs> what would be the what's the sexiest driver right now? There's not really any drivers that are doing it for me. Maybe the Tylus drivers are pretty slick. They are. They are nice. They are nice. Um. I don't hit him well, though. 
I love I love the sound of the Tyler's drivers. I do. Yeah, they look great and they sound fantastic. I think Callaway's um, new paradigms are pretty good looking. They are. I, I just amazing driver. Everyone raves about it. I'm not a big Callaway driver guy. I'm not either, but Mikey loves Callaway. So um, I've been trying to pitch him on the paradigm. Peg needs to step up their game acoustic wise and um, visually. Because performance wise, they are I, I cannot look anywhere else. I, the the ping driver fits my game perfectly. Right. I don't want a different driver or a three wood or a hybrid. Like the top half of the bag for me is I'm totally. You could fine you could be good for that for the next three to five years. Yeah. Truly. Maybe a, maybe like a more of a drivey three iron instead of a three wood at some point in my life. But other than that, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, dude. Okay. Um all, all I did, you know, after post Malone, I wanted to just chill out and finish up a sports doc and something we've been wanting to talk about. Um, before our three worst here would be um, the quarterback documentary. Yep. Which has been another version of the Netflix series they're doing, like, you know, they did it on golf, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, they had uh, the Drive to Survive, right. Breakpoint, those dudes. This quarterback Unchained. one, um, I was really excited for. I really thought it was going to be something super, super special. And kind of like the first season of. Um, short game like what is the doc call on netflix the golf yeah full swing full swing yeah kind of like full swing i was a little disappointed with the first season yeah uh, I, I very much overall uh the one saving grace of this though was kirk cousins yeah kirk cousins was great I mean, oh my god doobie but awesome very like showing what a mid to high tier quarterback has to go through mm -hmm. um no doubt I, I agree though. Overall, it did not bring the anticipation. It wasn't. It didn't hit the anticipation that I thought it was going. No, to No, I wanted the me. X and O's. I wanted them to be psychopaths. I wanted to hear like practice tape, what they're doing for rehab and their bodies afterwards. And they got a little bit too much into some personal life stuff for me. Um, and the storylines that they built for some like, I mean, um. Kirk Cousins was great. Marikawa, or not Marikawa. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Thank you. I always okay. forget the dude's name. Um, it was interesting to see like what he was going through. Um, and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm not a huge fan after watching either. this. Got to respect what he does on the on the football field, dude. I mean, dude's fantastic and like an unbelievable talent. Um, I would love to chat yeah. with him. I'm sure. I hear he's great. Here he's a great dude. But to me, it's just Enter like, I guess entertainment wise, when you're like looking at his like life and what he's going through, I found Kirk Cousins to be a little bit more interesting. So I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah. Now, is he more exciting football player? No, absolutely not. But I just love how well spoken Kirk Cousins was, um, how profound he was at times, how like much of a student of the game he still is at the age of like 34. Yeah. You know, his body. Well, yeah, um, it was a little bit much at times for the, like the taking care of the body, but I mean it's it's a it's a good little like you know um, visual as to what they may go through. But again, I'm I'm with you. I thought there could have been something that was better. I thought the season was more exciting last year, mm -hmm. um, and they just didn't cover any, like enough of it. Like they didn't write a, a good enough script 
you know? Yeah, it, it's... I feel like the first season of Drive to Survive was good, but not great. Second, third season, so much better. So I'm hoping that's the same thing with these other docs. Yeah. Like, I want to see them study. Like, I know they can't, like, give away, like, everything, but, like, I don't know. I was hoping for a little bit more like, of, like, the playbook side training like really like dive into like maybe each part of the game a little bit more i don't know yeah more practice stuff behind the scenes stuff get some more players involved get them some more team aspect like it's right. more like of that going on i think that's why we loved unchained so much which was the cycling documentary that we talked about talked about this like three or four episodes ago now give me behind the scenes don't those guys are like football Right. Media cut. Those guys are grinding, grinding. Right. Gruesome falls. The team aspect is there. The like uncomfortable conversations that you like you need to have. Like in in quarterback, it didn't quite feel like that. No, it didn't. Um, it just never hit the spot for me. And I, you know, hopefully next season it's better. Um, but yeah. All in all, I thought it was good, but it's didn't hit it, but. I'm ready for some football season, though, baby. Football season's going to be great. Who would you want to be on the quarterback? Who would be your top three quarterbacks you would want to see? Um, top three? Yeah, who would you want to see next season? Okay. Josh Allen. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Uh-huh. Jalen Hurts. Wow. That's like all-star cast. I mean, that's the top three. That's a uh, good top three. That's a no. great top three. I would want um, Justin Herbert. Yeah. I didn't want to be biased here. I love Herbie. I, I mean, I followed him in Oregon, and I knew he was going to be really Yeah, great. you did. Really happy to Charger. I've been a Justin Herbert fan since college. You have been, dude. You were like, yo, Chargers got a dog. Yeah. I don't know. When did they take him? Like 15th uh, overall? I don't know. 16th overall? He was going to go to the Patriots, and if Belichick would have gotten a hold of him, it would have been GG for the league. Lights out. Um, cause there was no way they were going to miss. Um, I, I don't know. This is a big year for Justin Herbert to prove himself. I think he has to do it this year to really cement himself to be up there. To be fair, he has been doing it. To He's be fair. playing great. He's one of two players to ever throw like more than 30 touchdowns in the first three seasons of his career. Yeah, he's been in. He's super fun. He's a very outdoorsy guy. He's born in Oregon. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd love to see how he's adjusting to what it's like to live in California. Um, I would love to see Tua okay. from Miami. Very interesting. Uh, I would love to see like what it was like to have those concussions. Yeah. No, that's a good. That's, I um, love he that. He seems to be like an scapegoat for his team. This coach is super quirky as well. He's um, a very interesting guy. It's a good. I like that. I would, I would love, love I would love some more insight there. Like, is it Tua's fault or is it the linemen? Because their linemen seem awful in Miami. And uh, Derek Carr. That would be cool. That would be my top three. Giving me a little room for Josh Allen next season. Jalen Hurts for another season. You know, just to grow the, grow the storyline. Um, you know, back a little bit more professional sports from the boys here. We uh, quick touch on the FedEx Cup. Um, oh, yeah, we do want to touch on that really, really quickly. Just got done with the BMW yep. um, second round of the FedEx Cup. Yeah, exactly. The BMW Championship, second yeah. round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And um, real stories, Victor Hovland coming in super hot. Did you get a chance to watch... Uh, the highlights of it? Okay, you watched highlights? A little bit of it. Okay. Uh, I got to see him come down the stretch. 
I kind of turned it on Sunday late because it was so lazy for me. We were watching, I watched quarterback, you know, watched some golf and a lot of Apex. Yeah, nice. A whole lot of Apex. Nice. Um, so I didn't get to see the full thing, unfortunately. Dude, it was unbelievable. The people were calling it the best nine holes of golf that they've ever seen. Like Colt Nost, Trevor Illman are on air. Jim Nance is saying like it's one. It was one of the best performances of on the golf course. I'll have to like maybe watch. You got to watch highlights. like like a shot by shot situation. For sure. That'd be because fun because there was only three or four guys that birdied seventeen and that birdied eighteen. Not not back to back, but just the whole field. There's fifty players that are in this field. There's only three dudes that birdied seventeen and like four dudes that birdied eighteen. Mm-hmm. And he just like ripped off back to back birdies to close out his round. And like it's just Damn. it was just nuts. Shot twenty eight on the back, you know. It's, <laughs> it's like holy, holy, dude. That's uh pretty crazy. Ended up like was down three or four, and it's not like anyone else played bad. Everyone was ripping off sixty sixes. Rory, um, Scotty, Fitzpatrick, Fitzy, all shot sixty six. Yeah, I guess Fitzpatrick walked the you know after the post game interview like how does it feel blah blah blah. To like how that's happened to you, and he's yeah. like, you know, you don't really feel too bad because, like, what are you gonna do if someone comes out and shoots sixty-one to win right. the tournament? He's like, he's like, I played well, right? It I'm not upset. I played well. I shot four under, right? He's like, I played <laughs> well. I put myself in the position. You know, I had to go up and tell Victor he's a shit for that, but you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I did see that clip. Like, not much you can do, and it's true. There's like, it's the beauty of golf is sometimes you can just will it. And sometimes you just get fire, and then you know I haven't seen that happen in a while. I wish I would have watched it live, but shout out Victor. Watch, watch, I mean, we could throw on the highlights right after this, dude. It's it'll take ten minutes or whatever. Be great, really, really cool. Yeah, I just want to see because I love Colton Host. He's my favorite announcer right now, possibly in sports. The Colton Host Trevor Trevor Immelman combo. It's it's special. It's and I hope it's one to stay. Yeah, the PGA Tour of announcing is in a much better place. Um, I mean, we had. Jim Nance, and then as well as a part of that trio right there. And it's a CB, same trio that gets to go into Championship Sunday, too. Mm-hmm. I love next, it. Uh, next week. I who love do you, it. Who do you think's going to win? you think Scotty's going to be able to hold the lead? Or? Yeah, so it's very interesting. Because we were talking, Scotty's at 10 under. Um, Victor's at 8. And I believe Rory's at 7. I think that's what he, I think that's what it's at. And I kind of forget everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I it's so hard, but I, the the likely pick is to snag Scotty Scheffler. It's because he's, he's playing he, unreal. It's because he's just he's hitting a lot of fairways and he's hitting a ton of greens to close proximity. And like you got to think that he's going to make a few fifteen footers. He's doing that better than anyone right now. And the only one that can maybe maybe contest with that would be the other two, which would be Rory and Victor, because they can get super streaky and they can actually make more 15-footers. And if their ball striking is on point, yeah, you know, then there's no reason why they can't go and chase it down. So, well, Then the Ryder Cup's coming up. Yeah. We, we need to uh, spend a day doing the Ryder Cup with each other. We, for sure. we, we definitely do. We definitely we do. We didn't do, do that last year. But, uh, hey, buddy, what a hell of a podcast here. Let's round it up here with our three worst. What do you say? I love it. I love it. And in honor... Of the Gatorade selection over the weekend. Ooh, Gatorade at, zero at the turn of the, the new play. I mean, it was a secret hitter. I don't know why. 
And it was honestly always because of the uh, the Weight Watchers thing that you're that you're doing right now because you were looking at a regular Gatorade. And it was like on the scale of like you know good less points to like bad points. It was like way up in the bad. And you're like whoa 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 whoa. Yeah, for so like for a drink, it's like way up there, like eight nine points. Like put in perspective, Maz, my mom gets twenty three today, and a Gatorade's eight points. Right. Can have four Gatorades and you're done eating. Done eating for the day. <laughs> like you've gotten everything you need out of those four Gatorades. That's crazy. So it was a light Gatorade at the turn. That was really special. That ignited your 39 on the back, I think. Gatorade zero, yellow, gonna be the kind of a kind of a hitter uh like cafe section that they have at Miles Square as well. Can we talk about yeah. the chicken Caesar wrap? It was a little a little, pricey. a little pricey, but damn, it brought some it brought some heat. It was really, really good. It's going to be where we're going to go from now on for food. We're not going to do our classic little breakfast no, in the morning. It's at the course, too. It's so easy. It's so nice. You can go pay for golf balls and go hit a couple golf balls at the range. Go pick up a breakfast burrito. One less stop. Yeah, one less stop. Grab it's a great. hot dog on the turn if you're starving. Sure. Um, I'm going to lead us off here, buddy, with our three worst Gatorades. Um, number three for me, one that only I like in the dead heat of the summer with a bunch of ice out of a big jeweler, like a big cooler. Okay. Is uh, going purple Riptide Rush. Okay. That's Not- the only time I find myself, because to be honest, I almost love all Gatorade flavors. It's it's really tough to kind of pick and choose, but there's definitely ones that are ranking lower on my totem pole for sure. my choice. I would get like yellow, red, blue, blue, whatever, yeah. before I get purple. Yeah. All my originals. Yep. Number two for me is one that only I think weird parents have at the house. <laughs> and I never really have gotten one besides like they're in the assortment flavor mm-hmm. of Gatorades as the lime cucumber Gatorade. Yeah, awful. The lime cucumber awful. Gatorade is really, really bad. Um, it's just I mean, if it's in the fridge and you're dying of thirst and it's is in it there, the cucumber like, mint? God. I think that's what it is, the cucumber mint. No, it's lime. They have lime cucumber. Oh, God. That sounds terrible, too. That's not great. Oh, And Jesus. then number one for me is one I just, as a color, just don't trust. Like, for an artificial flavor, which is the white, the wild Yeah, the cherry. white, the white cherry. Yeah. But it the tastes good, cherry. though. No, no, no. Yeah, no. it kind of does. No, you're getting, you're getting bamboozled into that. It's just so artificial. Like you're just like yeah. oh, looking at it, it's like not even a color. You get that thing. You get that sucker ice cold. It's it ain't half bad. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's never a flavor I want. Well, we're gonna butt heads on this one, buddy, because okay. it, I I agree. I don't know if that's in the one slot though for you. That that's I don't know. I feel like I'm that's, firmly sticking by the wild cherry white. I, and I know you are. It's not breaking me. Just not for me, I guess. Okay. I don't know. It's a, that's a really, really aggressive number one and that, worst and, flavor. And you know what? If I'm in the desert and I'm dying of thirst and someone comes up and hands, hands me a wild cherry. That'll gonna, kill me faster than it hydrates I'm me. I'm going to open it up and I'm going to dump it out <laughs> on the sand. I'll be like, that one's for Andrew and I'll die. <laughs> All right, buddy. I got my number three here. And you're not going to like this one. But I'm never going to. And it's fruit punch. It's awful. I mean, that's just an awful take. It's bad. It's not. It does no hydration abilities. It makes my saliva so unbelievably but wild cherry white thick. Does. Yeah, it goes down nice and it makes easy. Your saliva thick, dude. It's thick. It. I don't know, dude. I I can't like breathe. There there be times where I was like given a red Gatorade in basketball, and I chose not to drink 
and not to hydrate because I couldn't breathe on the court. That's tough. Maybe that's just a me thing. That is just a you thing. I, I might think. be just really on Maybe my own. There's a subreddit called might Don't be, Regret Gatorade. Dude, I guarantee you I'm not alone in this right now <laughs> because I know many people that will not drink Gatorade for that reason. Because their saliva gets thick? Yes. It's not, it's not, a, like, it's not a hydrating drink. No, it's It doesn't not. feel like that. It's a Coke. Yeah, it is. They're all Cokes. <laughs> Come to find out there are as many points as a soda. Yeah. Anyways, that's my three. I don't like the flavor. I get you. Number two, um, I usually like this flavor for the most part. Um, not in Gatorade, though. Um, you remember the Gatorade All-Stars? The tiny ones, like the little yeah. eight-ouncers? Mm-hmm. They had like strawberry, um, cherry strawberry or something like that. And then there was... Like another one was a grape, and I was not a grape guy. Yeah, and like the All Star ones, people would love to bring those Gatorades. They're the perfect like size for like soccer parties Probably and good like serving size in general. To be honest, you don't need any more than that. Yeah, just honestly, like that and like a big water for a game, and you'd right. probably be fine. I, you're supposed to like put like a Gatorade in like you know three to one water situation, you know, That's for like crazy. proper hydration. Which honestly, that was that was great. We had those. Uh, we had, we had Gatorade at the at our volleyball games. Really? That was one of the greatest things ever. We had like we called it we called it the Hulk, and it was this like two packets of like lemon lime and like one packet of like you know blue rush or something like that. Cool blue. Mm-hmm. We called it the Hulk and it turned to this green color. Oh my god, delicious! <laughs> so good. And it's full Gatorade. Like not like half water. No, no, it's it's half. It's all Gatorade, baby. Because we had a, bit, a big jug of water. Right next to it, big jug of the Hulk Gatorade. And you it was drink that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, on the bench. That's where we're taking shots of. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta get going over there. Yeah. Before every game, before every set, during every timeout, we take oh we'd all line like line up shots. That's so fun. Yeah, that was you gotta a, that keep was, yourself into it. You, I mean, anytime there was a kill, you, you got a little celebration. You're taking yeah, shots over there. You're, yeah, you get you, you, you're, you're, you're mob. <laughs> you gotta do mob in the bench, dude. Yeah. I mean, you gotta bring the hype somehow, and you yeah. know, you gotta keep it loose. Gotta keep a couple shots going to the Hulk. You yeah, know, high, throw up your ten or fifteen high five. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but uh, the grape. All star flavoring, dude. It, it, it's it ain't for me. And like you in the number two slot, I'm going. Mine's the cucumber mint. Awful. Number one. Yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, Awful. cucumber mint lime cucumber. Awful. They're just really bad. I don't know why people are making those flavors. There's other flavor artificial flavors you can make. Those that wasn't the call. I'm water. I'm water all day, every day over that. Yeah. Now I'm I'm a big water guy. I'm a yeah. lemon water guy. That's what I treated myself to this go. weekend. That's nice. All right, but what a hell of a podcast, my friend. Uh you got anything for the people? Mm, not this week. Let's wrap this one up, bud. Yeah, we got some documentaries to watch. <laughs> um, like, comment, subscribe. Share this podcast with your friends. Um, we're growing this thing. Start we, talking about it. Start we ain't stopping anytime it. soon, baby. We ain't we, going anywhere. We're growing. Grow with us. We're in the cabbage. Just a reminder, keep singing. Singing. Swinging. <laughs> <laughs>